Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go my review of AEW's Dynamite. Starting off the evening, we'll go to our first match of the night. It is Orange Cassidy teaming up with Sting and Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian, Butcher, and The Blade. I thought this was a good match. Back and forth matchup between both teams with Orange Cassidy, Sting, and Darby Allen keeping the pace of the match. Sting then hits a stinger splash on Butcher in the corner. Darby then gets involved in the match by hitting a code red on Kip Sabian for a near fall. Blade then hits a power slam on Darby in the middle of the ring. Sting then applies a scorpion death lock on Kip Sabian, but the hold is broken. Orange Cassidy then hits a stunner on Sabian, and then Sting ultimately hits the scorpion death drop on Kip Sabian, pins for the three, and your winners of the match are Orange Cassidy, Sting, and Darby Allen. Hats off to Orange Cassidy, Sting, and Darby Allen for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is for the AEW Tag Team Championships. It is the Gun Club versus Top Flight. I thought this was a good matchup as well. Back and forth matchup between the Gun Club and Top Flight with the Gun Club keeping the pace of the match. Darius then hits a standing standing spinach fly. Dante then hits a springboard moonsault. Kingdom are here. They end up attacking Darius from Top Flight, which allows the Gun Club to hit the finish. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match and still AEW Tag Team Champions are the Gun Club. After the match, FTR make their ways make their way down to the ring. Gun Club pretty much mocks FTR, says they'll never get a title shot. Dax then says, "Why don't we do a rematch? And if we cannot beat you, FTR will walk away from AEW." Couple of things I'm going to say about this man. Number one. It's great to see FTR back in AEW. Absolutely fantastic. Um, But after Dax Hardwood had made this comment about the fact that if they cannot beat the Gun Club, that they will leave AEW, is is this signs to come that FTR might end up leaving AEW and go back to WWE or the Independence or New Japan? You know, there's been a lot of speculation about FTR and with their contract with AEW. They may re-sign, they may not. Um, could this be one of those storylines where FTR can't beat the gun club and they might possibly walk away from AEW and that's it. I mean, it's crazy to think that, man. I think FTR is one of the all-time greatest tag teams right now. Um, I think what they've done and the body of work they put in has been absolutely fantastic, especially the matches they had with the Briscoe brothers. Um, it'd be kind of hard to imagine FTR walking away from AEW. I think it's a great spot for FTR to be in with them wrestling with AEW. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. I don't know when this match between the gun club and FTR is going to take place, but I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, when this match will take place. That's for damn sure. Uh, moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It's a no disqualification match. It is hook versus Stokely Hathaway. I thought this was a good matchup back and forth matchup between hook and Hathaway with hook pretty much keeping the pace throughout the entire match. Hathaway then sprays hook with a fire extinguisher hook then hits Hathaway with a chair shot. Hook then hits a T-bone suplex on Hathaway into the guardrail that was pinned up against the corner. And then Hook ultimately applies a submission hold on Stokely Hathaway. And your winner of the match by submission is Hook. Hats off to Hook for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we have an Adam Cole segment. Danny Garcia is here. Garcia then mocks Cole. Garcia then says that he is a locker room leader. And that all the people in the back respect Garcia. Cole says that he has respect for Garcia. Cole said that he's been waiting a while to wrestle since he's been back from injury. And it looks like next week on Dynamite, 
We're going to get Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia next week on Dynamite, man. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be great to see Adam Cole come back from the length, lengthy injury that he's had. Uh, it's great to see him back, and it would be great to see him back in the square circle again next week. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is John Moxley versus Stu Grayson. I thought this was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between Moxley and Grayson with Moxley keeping the pace of the match. Grayson then hits a springboard whisper in the wind on Moxley. Grayson then hits a 450 off the top rope on Moxley as well. Moxley gets up, applies a bulldog chuck, bulldog choke on Grayson. Grayson then breaks the hold. Moxley then ends up hitting an avalanche death valley driver off the top rope. On Stu Grayson, pins for the three. And your winner of the match is John Moxley. Hats off to John Moxley for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. I thought this was a good matchup. Back and forth matchup between Tony Storm and Sky Blue with Tony Storm keeping the pace of the match. And Tony Storm ultimately hits her signature Storm Zero on Sky Blue. Pins for the three. And your winner of the match is Tony Storm. After the match, it looks like the Outcasts were going to attack Sky Blue. Then Rio and Willow Nightingale make their way down to the ring to save Sky Blue. Moving on from that. We go into our next match of the night. It is the main event of AEW's Dynamite. This was the dream match um, that they were talking about throughout the entire night on AEW. It is Kenny Omega versus El Hio del Vikingo. Um, again, great match. Back and forth match between Omega and Vikingo with Vikingo keeping the pace of the match. Vikingo then hits a shooting star press off the apron on Omega. Vikingo then hits a springboard 450 as well. Omega and Vikingo both exchange in the middle of the ring with Vikingo hitting a Dragon Rana off the top on Omega. Vikingo then hits a Phoenix Splash as well. Omega gets up, hits a V-trigger on Vikingo for a near fall. Vikingo then hits a Springboard Poison Rana. Vikingo then hits a Springboard 630 on Omega through a table to the outside. Omega then gets up, hits a One-Winged Angel on Vikingo, pins for the three. And your winner of the match is Kenny Omega. After the match, Blackpool Combat Club attack Omega. Adam Page then shows back up to the arena in a ambulance. He gets out of the ambulance, walks to the uh, walks to the ring, pretty much to save Kenny Omega. Couple of things I'm going to say about Dynamite last night, man. Uh, number one, let's talk about the main event: Kenny Omega versus the Kingo. A lot of people are not familiar of the Kingo's body of work. So what I understand is, and I. Me personally, I don't know either. All I do know is that he's currently the AAA World Heavyweight Champion. And the, ama the amount of matches he had with AAA is absolutely fantastic. And for what I saw last night, man, this guy, I mean, uh, well, I say this was a dream match. No, I think it was a dream match for Vikingo against Kenny Omega. The match was supposed to happen a couple years ago. Um, but due to the fact that Kenny Omega got injured and required surgery, and he was out for that lengthy you know, period of time. This match didn't happen until last night. Um, but with that being said, the match that we saw last night, do I think it was a dream match? No. I think it was a dream match for Vikingo, maybe even Tony Khan. Um, and I know a lot of people are complaining about, you know, there's no storyline, there's no build between Omega and Vikingo. Look, man, at the end of the day, what storyline were they really going to build up between these two guys? You know, this was Kenny Omega. Number one, this was Kenny Omega's first singles match since he's been a part of this trios with the Elite, with the Young Bucks. 
um, which I'll get into in a minute of what I feel about Kenny Omega, you know, getting away from the, you know, the Young Bucks and going on a singles run. I'll get into that in a second. Um, but all in all, man, this was a great match last night between Omega and Vikingo. Uh, with that being said, I was very impressed with Vikingo, man. That guy is an absolute freak of nature, man. I mean, the amount of stuff that guy was doing in the ring from the 630 that he landed out to the outside on Omega through that table, absolutely insane. The Phoenix Splash. I mean, the guy's an athlete. He's an absolute athlete. He's a great wrestler. And honestly, when I saw him wrestle last night, I was like, man, this guy reminds me, if you were to put Eddie Guerrero and Ray Phoenix together and create a wrestler, this is pretty much the dynamic of both Guerrero and Ray Phoenix. I mean, this guy is absolutely insane with the moveset that he brought to the table last night against Omega. Um, and with that being said, Omega, man, I think Kenny Omega, personally, this is what I truly think about Kenny Omega. And this might be a hot take for most people to understand. Uh, Kenny Omega is a great singles competitor. He has multiple matches, five-star matches with Okada. He's a great competitor, great athlete, great wrestler. I personally believe that I, I personally believe that the Young Bucks are holding Kenny Omega back and vice versa. I think, you know, I understand that they had the trios championship and right now they're, you know, having a storyline possibly with the Blackpool Combat Club, which might lead to a match between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite at a blood and guts match, which I'm all for that. I mean, that'd be absolutely insane. And it's a great story leading up to a possible match between those both teams. But from what I saw with Kenny Omega last night, when Kenny Omega was announced to come down to the ring from Justin Roberts, the crowd almost became unglued, man. And it was the first time we've seen Kenny Omega in singles action in a little, in honestly a little while because he's been teaming up with Matt and Nick Jackson going after the trios championships or defending the trios championships. So it was great to see Kenny Omega in singles competition last night. Um, with that being said, he needs to go on a singles run, man. I think Kenny Omega needs to be in the main event. He's a main event caliber talent. And I'm not taking anything away from the Bucks, but the Bucks could also focus on the tag team division right now because personally, I think the tag team division is has been taking a back seat. I think you know, I think it's great that FTR are back. I think it's great that FTR are going after the guns, the gun club for the AW Tag Team Championships, but at the same time, you know, you also have Penta and Phoenix. You also have, you know, other tag teams on that roster right now that the Young Bucks could have matches with. And I think it's taken away from the tag team division with the Elite going after the Trios Championship. There's other stables right now on AEW that could be going after those Trios Championships that's not the Elite. Uh, personally, I think after last night, I think Tony Khan should understand that he has a main event caliber talent with Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega needs to go back on a singles run and possibly go after AEW world championship or a TNT championship. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that the TNT championship right now is in shambles, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, it's crazy from what that TNT championship once was and the amount of talent that's held that TNT championship and now what it's become. And it's been a hot potato championship. It's been tossed around like yesterday's trash and there's no storyline built really built around the TNT championship anymore. There's really not. I mean, how many times have we seen Wardlow hold the championship? He just won it and lost it to Will Hobbs. You know, how long is it going to be until Will Hobbs has to drop the championship? You know what I mean? On top of the ridiculous segments that he has with QT Marshall with his QTV stuff going on. It's horrendous, man. If I was Kenny Omega, yeah, it'd be great to put the TNT championship on Kenny Omega to bring a little bit more allegiance, if you will, or not allegiance, but you know, more respect, if you will, to the TNT Championship and make it more predominantly known than what it is now than what it, what it once was. Um, and it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with, you know, the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks need to focus on the tag team division 
and building up this tag team roster. I mean, their whole, you know, the thing with the Bucks that I don't understand is that, you know, their their mission statement was that they wanted the best tag team division in the world. Now, do I think they had the best tag team division in the world? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, with the talent they have on that roster right now, tag team-wise, yes. But does it need a little bit more touch-up than what it has been? Yes, it does. There needs to be, you know, more tag team wrestling. We're not just relying on the acclaimed, the gun club, and FTR. Why can't we get the Young Bucks back in the tag team division? You know, Penta and Phoenix. Penta and Phoenix have been, you know, going on this singles run, now going up against Will Hobbs. I mean, we just had Ray Phoenix versus Hobbs for, I believe it was Rampage. Now that Hobbs had beat Phoenix, now it's Penta going up against Will Hobbs for the TNT Championship on Rampage this Saturday as well. It just it takes away from the tag team division, man. It really does. Now, with FTR, you know, with the statement that Dax Harwood made, do I think they're going to leave AEW? I don't know. I, I Do I think it's smart for, AEW, for FTR to leave AEW? No, I do not. Because at the end of the day, man, nobody really knows what's going on with WWE right now, especially when it pertains to Vince McMahon and him backstage possibly running creative again. Nobody really truly knows what's going on. But what I will say, and I don't cover WWE, but I'm also not an idiot, it is a little bizarre that, you know, there's been a lot of stigma around Bray Wyatt and, you know, what's happened with Bray Wyatt. Some people say that, you know, he left the house show because of COVID-related issues, stuff like that. Um, but I can tell you this right now. It is kind of ironic how when Bray Wyatt first came back to WWE, you know, and they brought in this whole Uncle Howdy gimmick and everything else like that. I mean, Bray Wyatt was the talk of the town for WWE for a couple months when he came back. You know, and still, even to this day, everybody's trying to figure out who the hell is Uncle Howdy. You know, is it, you know, Bray's brother? Is it Bo Dallas? Is it, you know, somebody that, that they signed that's a free agent? You know, nobody knows who Uncle Howdy is. There were some people that were even speculating that it might have been Barry Windham that it was that was Uncle Howdy. Nobody knows who Uncle Howdy is. <clears throat> and that's still up to the, you know, up for debate on who the hell Uncle Howdy is. But with that being said, since Vince has been back, and Vince was back when John Cena returned, he was backstage in Gorilla, you know, you haven't really heard much or seen much of Bray Wyatt. So, long story short, I don't think it's great for FTR to go back to WWE. There's nothing left for them to do in WWE that they already have done already. And right now, with for what it's worth, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't watch much of WWE, but I'm not, you know, stupid enough to know that the bloodline and what they're doing right now with the Usos, I don't think FTR need to be around that right now. Personally, I don't. I think it's better for them to stay in AEW. There's a lot of matches still on the table for them in AEW. Uh, obviously, AEW's working relationship with AAA's promotion as well as New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, I mean, you got to understand that FTR at one point were holding, you know, the IWGP Tag Team Championships as well as the, you know, AAA World Tag Team Championships at the same time. You know, so obviously, as well as Ring of Honor's Tag Team Championships. So it's not like... You know, it's not like they had, you know, they could have, they can't have a hell of a career for AEW. They've had a great career in AEW, you know, and the sky's the limit for them in AEW. And I think for what it's worth, you know, the stuff that they've done in AEW, I don't think that same opportunity will be given to them once they go, if they were to decide to go back to WWE. I don't think that option is there, personally. Uh, the other thing I want to get into is the Elite. You know, when the Dynamite went on the air last night, you know, the first thing that you saw was, you know, Matt and Nick Jackson getting carted off on a stretcher, taken into an ambulance, and Kenny Omega is trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Then you have Adam Page, who's trying to figure out what's going on. And then Adam Page gets into the ambulance with one of the Bucks, and he goes to the hospital with one of the Bucks. Like I said, 
this would be a great this is a great opportunity for Adam Page because at the end of the day, there's really not much to for Adam Page to do right now. The, the best storyline that he has right now is the storyline that's been going on for the past few months now between him and John Moxley. What's gotten better with this, and what I appreciate what Tony Khan did last night, is that it's building up a hell of a storyline, possibly leading to a blood and guts match between the elite and the Blackpool Combat Club, which, I mean, if, that, if this match does go down, take my money. I mean, you got the elite with, you know, Matt and Nick Jackson, Adam Page and Kenny Omega, and then you got the Dark, I mean, not the Dark Order, you got the Blackpool Combat Club with John Moxley, Claudio Castanoli, Wheeler Yuta, and possibly the return of Brian Danielson. All those talents in the same ring, possibly in a blood and guts match. I mean, that'd be absolutely insane. I mean, nobody knows what's going on with Brian Danielson right now. He kind of said that he was going home or whatever after the match that he had with MJF in that 60-minute Ironman match at Revolution. A lot of things are up in the air for Brian Danielson, but do I think he's going to return? Yes, I do. It's only a matter of time until Brian Danielson returns. He, you know, joins up with the Blackpool Combat Club, and then we have Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Um, but like I said about Adam Page, this is a great opportunity for him, man. It, is, it, furthers, it furthers the storyline between Page and Moxley. Now it's evolved into now the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club, especially what happened last night with the Blackpool Combat Club attacking uh, Matt and Nick Jackson backstage last night. This is only going to build up the storyline to a possible match between the Elite and the Blackpool Combat Club, and I'm all for it, man. It just makes the storyline even more special between John Moxley and Adam Page. But um, all in all, it was a solid night, man. It was it was a solid night for AEW. And like I said, the one thing I'll give Tony Khan that I really did appreciate last night was the fact that we're still getting the storyline build with the Elite and the Blackpool Combat Club, and it's going to continue to keep building until we get a matchup between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite, man, which I'm all for that, man. I think that's one of the things that really works in Tony Khan's favor in AEW if they continue to keep building storylines, man, to be honest with you. I know some people were like, oh, there's no storyline leading up for the main event between Omega and Vikingo, but the storyline, there was no storyline to be made. It was a dream match that Tony Khan wanted or Vikingo wanted between himself and Kenny Omega. There was no need for a build or a storyline between those two guys. And for what it's worth, like I said, man, Kenny Omega needs to go back on a singles run. And that main event last night was absolutely insane. But this is my review of AEW's Dynamite. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.